So we're holding my Perik Beis, Pasuk Yud, learning tonight should be a schosi, l'nishmas, abichil mechel ben Asher, and yichaskel shrag ben Avram Yehuda. So we learned previously that Avner, Shaul's general, takes his son, Ishbaishas, after Shaul's death, and appoints him to be the new Melech to replace Shaul. He is initially accepted by a couple of cities, but eventually his Malchus is accepted by 11 out of the 12 Shvatim. Obviously, Shevet Yehuda follows Davin. So now in Pasuk Yud, Sukkim tell us the timeline of events. Pasuk Yud ben Abayim Shana Ishbaishas ben Shal ben Malchai al Yisrael. Ishbaishas, the son of Shal, was 40 years old when he became Melech over Kal Yisrael. Ushtayim Shanim Malach, he ruled for two years. Ach, Beis Yehuda, Hayu Achrei David, whereas the Shevet of Yehuda was loyal to David. Pasuk Yud Aleph, Vayimisbar Ayamim Asher Hayu David Melech Bechevroin, the number of days that David ruled in Chevron al Beis Yehuda over Shevet Yehuda, was Sheva Shana Meshisha was seven years and six months. So it was seven years and six months before David's Malchus was consolidated over all 12 of the Shvatim. So the Mepharshim immediately ask, and they struggle to explain, there's a gap here in the timeline because Ishbaishas is only ruling two out of these seven and a half years. What happened for the other five and a half years? Was it true that the other 11 Shvatim had no Melech, were completely leaderless for five and a half years? So that's what the Mepharshim tried to explain. Now, it goes all the way to a machlaikas between Rashi and Taisvis in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, on Daf Chaf Aleph. The Gemara there is, is explaining, uh, the, it brings out a Mishnah, actually, about a halachas of a melech. And the Mishnah says that a melech is not supposed to accompany the Aroin that's going to burial of a regular person. Uh, but Rabbi Yehuda argues, Rabbi Yehuda says that we see that David accompanied the Aron of Avner, so you see that it is appropriate for a Melech, if he wants to, he can accompany an Aron to burial. The Chachamim respond to Rabbi Yehuda that that was Ayraz Shah, we'll see that happens, that Misa happens in Paragimel, and the reason why it was Ayraz Shah is because David did not want anyone to think that when Yoyav, we'll see, kills Avner, he didn't want anyone to think that he had anything to do with it and he sanctioned it, so therefore he specifically goes and accompanies the Aron of Avner to show that he had nothing to do with it. But normally, a melech would not follow the Aaron. So the Gemara there talks about the reason why Avner was punished by being killed by Yoyav. So the Gemara there brings down two Mandi Amrim. One Mandi Amr says that Avner was punished because he didn't protest when Shaul went to kill Noivir Kayanim. The other Mandi Amr, and I believe it's Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok, says that Avner did protest against Shaul. Shaul didn't listen to him. So why was he punished? So Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok says he was punished because here... He delays David's Malchus for two and a half years, or rather for two years, by appointing Ishbaishas. So he was, he was punished for delaying David's Malchus. So it's here in the Gemara that Rashi and Tais was trying to explain that if Avner was only responsible for two years, what about the other five years? So Rashi says that Avner crowned Ishbaishas five years after Shaul's death. So yes, Rashi holds that for the first Five and a half years, there was no leader over Klai Yisrael. And after five and a half years, Ishbaishas was crowned, and he ruled for two years alongside David until his death. Toysvus over there and the Radak over here in Arnach learn that Avner crowns Ishbaishas immediately after Shaul's death. But what happened was that when he upsets, when Ishbaishas upsets Avner and Avner deserts him, at that point his Malchus basically crumbles and evaporates. And so therefore, the, the five years when the 11 Shvatim were leaderless was at the end. So first, uh, Ishbaishas ruled for two years, and then for five and a half years, they were without a Melech. But both 
Mefarshim learned, both ways of learning hold that there was a vacuum in leadership for a period of five and a half years. The Rabag learns differently. The Rabag says that actually Ishbaishas ruled for the full seven years, concurrent with Malchus David and Chevroin. But what the Pasuk means when it says, Ushtayim Shana Malach, is that the story that it's about to tell us that happened, happened after two years. So that's what it means by Ushtayim Shana Malach. The problem, obviously, with this is going to be that in the next Pasuk, when it says that David ruled for seven and a half years, there it's obviously talking about the full Malchus of David. So why in one Pasuk is it saying that, he, that the following story happens after two years, and then in the next Pasuk it pivots to tell us the entire length of the Malchus of David. But that would be a kasha that the Rabag would have to explain. The Abarbanel learns a little differently. He too says that Ishbaishas was technically the Melech for the full seven years, but for the first two years, Avner was on his side. He had the full backing of Avner, and he was a complete Melech. But we'll see that after two years, Avner... Uh, was turned off by him, he upset Avner, and Avner deserts him, and at that point, he was technically a melech, but he had no real power, so there was no technical vacuum in leadership, there was a melech, but he didn't really have any real power, because he did not have any um, strong person behind him. Al-Sheikh says something very interesting, the Al-Sheikh says that after Shaul's death, many of the people realized, or remembered, that Shmuel had initially been opposed to a melech, and remember, he gave for even asking for a melech in the first place. And so these people said that, look, the fact that the plishtim were victorious is proof that Shmuel was right, and therefore there shouldn't be a melech anymore over Klai Yisrael. So the Malshech says it took five years for Avner to convince the people that they should have a melech, and so that it comes out that for five years he was, Avner was convincing the people, and for the final two years, Ishbaishas actually ruled as their melech, and that's the two years. Avner also was arguing halachically, Avner was also arguing halachically over who should be the melech, whether it should be David or Ishbaishas. He held, as we said last time, Rashi told us about the Medrash and Barashas Rabbah, that he held that there had to be a second king from Binyamin in accordance with the Pasuk of Mulach Mechalatzach And therefore, he um, uh, deferred David's Malchus for a couple of extra years so that Ishbaishas should rule in line with that Pasuk. But the reason Avner was punished was because instead of he deciding himself, he should have presented the arguments for the Sanhedrin to Paskin immediately after Shaul's death instead of dragging it out. And therefore, that was the reason why Avner was punished for causing the delay of the Malchus based David. And finally, the Pshad of the Malbim. The Malbim learns that Ishbaishas did crown, or rather, Avner crowned Ishbaishas immediately after the death of Shaul. So that happens in year one and two. Over the next five years, pockets of Kla Yisrael become disillusioned with Ishbaishas, and they flip sides, they switch over to David. So it took over the course of the next five, five and a half years, for the entire Kla Yisrael to slowly leave Ishbaishas and eventually join David. So Ishbaishas was technically there for the full seven and a half years, but over the course of those seven and a half years, Kla Yisrael was slowly switching sides and building behind David.